Welcome back, everybody. It is good to be back. How are you all doing? It is, of course, Thursday, January 6th, 2022, and we are doing yet another edition of the very interesting show. And I know that it's January 6th, but I'm going to have to ask everybody to refrain from making uh, references to the fact that this is the one-year anniversary to the Capitol the Capitol riots because you just uh, had to bring it up, didn't you? Well, <laughs> resist. It's funny enough, but uh, the only reason that I ask us to the only reason that we're going to keep quiet on this right now is because in a few moments uh, we will have the Let's Play Game Show Insurrection Edition. So uh, we're, we're we'll save it a little bit. We got it coming up. So I have some very key. Uh, insurrection-themed trivia for us to get to for tonight's game show. So we've got that coming up. Uh, we have in the second segment, we will have... Uh, we, look, we reached into the supply chain. I personally got on the phone with Bob Supply Chain. And look, I, I'm Bob. pretty Bob, sure that's here. how this works. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> positive that that's how this works. I got on the phone with Bob Supply Chain... And I managed to snag an extra box of uh, the Barstool Sports One Bite uh, Pizza. So we're going to be trying hey. that. That'll be that'll be our fun activity today. Uh, we are, of course, all pizza connoisseurs. Um, Justin is from the Pizza Planet, from what I can, <laughs> what I can gather. I mean, he's. I don't, I don't know if the camera can see this, but I hope it can. There you go. That's better. Yep. We do get the Pizza Planet part of it, so. Uh... <sighs> I'm gl I'm happy to be back, everybody. It's been a solid, long two weeks. How are you doing, Johnny Horndog? I'm doing well and COVID-free. Uh, we had a very COVID Christmas over the uh, the holiday break, and now we are back. I grandstanded so hard right before we went on break about how uh, we would not be taking a holiday break at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, COVID was like, I went off. <laughs> oh, you think so, bitch? Yeah, I went off on so? <laughs> the last show before the break. I was like, I was arrogant as fuck about it. I was like, you know what? All the other fucking podcasts and radio shows, they're not or they are taking breaks, but we're not, baby. We're going to be here the whole Fucking holiday break. Team and no sleep. Yeah. Let's grind. Let's go. Let's, Let's get, get COVID. Let's get COVID. And, and then we went to the all strip the, club. All yeah, and then we went to the strip club Omicron for, for Got my birthday and Terry's <laughs> birthday, like our combination birthday celebration. We went to the strip club and we, we all got COVID from that. So what was formerly we will not be taking a holiday break became we are definitely taking a holiday break because... Well, if you think about it, we didn't take a holiday break we just took a covid break which is totally reasonable right they just so happen to reasonable. have the same time frame they just so happen to have the same time frame i'm just saying that they coincided with each other so and uh, it's all okay of the, for the whole thing i think it what probably astounded me the most is that everyone in our friend group because we had a vip section at the uh at the strip club that we went to everyone all 10 of us had symptoms yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Three of us actually went and got tests, tested positive. Uh, the rest of us all came down with symptoms. Just like, yeah, I got it. Fuck it. <laughs> it wasn't actually that bad because fortunately the Omicron variant that's going around is less severe but more viral than all the other variants that have been going around. So I think the worst of it was had had some headaches, had some sore throat, had a little bit of a fever and snifflies and So you got a sore throat for did a couple you get a days. Sore throat, John? I yeah. definitely did. Yeah, I definitely I didn't, did. Yep. I got some like like irritation in my throat. I guess that would be like low level sore throat, but I didn't have like like it wasn't like that normal like scratchy like when you swallow giggity. 
type of type of uh, sensation. It was just like a just like I could feel the irritation and I could feel that my lymph nodes were swollen. Yeah, for me it was just early morning kind of bullshit. But then like it would be fine type of thing. at the end of the night or the end of the day, and it would only suck and flare, flare up again like in the morning. But it wasn't that okay. all day you dread just swallowing. Right, Giggity. Right. I knew I had it when. The day before you start to get sick, you you know you know when it happens. You get the little little baby little tingle in the back of your throat, and Giggity. that's the thing that scares the shit out of you. The oh god, am I getting sick? Tingle, and then later on that same oh, day, that. that was the day that you posted in the the roommates chat the the, the fifteen. The, yeah, no, no, the, no, 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 the, no. I was the, about to the, do the, the do the bad thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Glad I really glad I got myself on that one. But in in the chat, in the friend group chat, that you had tested positive, and with that little fucking sore throat tingle, I was like, oh god, no. And I then the next day is when the symptoms really started. I think technically, out. out of all of us, Mike Willie was the first one because his he had his test result before you had yours, right? I don't know. I think he I think he did. <laughs> I was the first one in the house that showed symptoms because I got a fever. Like the Tuesday after we went to um, the strip club, and then like by that evening, like I woke up Tuesday morning with a fever, a, a headache, and just that all over, just like gross, sore, like fatigue feeling. Right. Um, and then uh, by the end of that day, the fever had broken. I was still kind of, I still felt that like that that all over achy. Um, but the next morning I woke up, just had headache and like some some small congestion and still had that like, I guess that little bit of a tickle in the back of the throat giggity. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I guess you woke up that day. Was it Wednesday you woke up with a fever? No, it was after work on the 21st. No. Yeah. So on, okay. the, on the 21st, I, I, I like we got I got, so I got done work and then I, I took a nap. A fever. Right. And after I woke up from my nap, I just like, ah, oh, I kind of feel like ass. Okay. Yeah. You know. And then we're positive. Baby. And then the next, so the next day you went and got tested. Right. Gotcha. It's a good thing that we ended up getting tested when we did. Well, I didn't because you guys tested positive and I had the same symptoms. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, I think I know what's yeah, going when, on here. When, when six <laughs> out of six people show the same symptoms and two people yeah. got tested and got positive. Yeah. I'm down <laughs> to not go wait here. in line for five hours or go and look at any single store for an at-home test that is probably sold out by now. But the status of these at-home tests, it tests are just ridiculous. Stores are limiting people to only buying two per customer, and if you want to go wait in line for them, then you're Thanks, Joe you're Biden. waiting in line for five hours. Yeah, look, the supply chain issue. I know that we were able to manage a. It's not really even a supply. I mean, the supply chain issue is because everything of can be a lack of the... a lack of employ employees issue. Like lack lack of people working is the issue. Of I was why talking the about the at home tests. No, for all of it, like regardless, like the supply. The reason why they're not able to manufacture as many or more than what they have been is because they don't have the employees to do it. Because people are being paid to stay home. So it's very ironic that we would all catch this from <laughs> yeah. the strip club. Like, of course. Uh, of course, that's where we're all going to get it. Even I mean, even the one person that did minimal or no interaction with the strippers. Um, our the show's intern even got symptoms, which I'm pretty sure it was from one of those two girls that were there. All right, that's I, the only like outside, quote unquote, outside people that were interacting. With, I gotta talk about this. I gotta talk about the strip club for a second because so this is this was my first time going to a strip club and I learned something about myself that day, which is I'm not a strip club person <laughs> unless unless. There, uh, unless shots. I'm fucking hammered, unless I'm straight <laughs> fucking is. hammered. There now, so, there I was, was the same way the first time that I went to the strip club. Like I, we like pre-gamed a little bit before getting there because um, I was in the army. Um, as soon as I get there, there's two girls come up, beautiful girls. Don't get me wrong, come up and I. They're like, oh hey, you guys want to dance? And I was like, hell nope, no. I'm going right over there and sitting in that chair. I was slightly toasted. <laughs> Let me get a couple so, of these big so ones I was real quick. Hard headed in the mindset of, and mind you, I was underage. So I, by the time we got to the strip club, no more drinking for me until we left. Um, so was it like an 18 plus strip club? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. North Carolina, topless. Uh, it's great. You've, I'm sure you may you may or may not have been to one in North Carolina. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, eight, eighteen plus strip club. So no drinking for minors, obviously. So. 
Um, and if it's uh, an eighteen minus strip club, we need to get the feds in there. Cool. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, so I go. I literally Island. just brush them off, brush through <laughs> both of them, and then uh, and then I go find a chair and sit down. And the guy, the rest of the guys follow me. And they, you know, they start sitting down. And they're like, we're all, you know, talking talking about the girls and like, you know, trying to figure out our favorite one, which you know. Is what you do when you're not in the VIP section, um, and then like like about 20 minutes later, they both come back over and like I already knew exactly what was going going to go down. They were gonna they were gonna start like dogging me for like talking shit basically when I walked in the door. And I, so before they even said anything, I was like, "Look, ladies, I'm so sorry that I acted the way that I did. It was definitely out of line. I'm sorry. I'm still not gonna buy a dance, but you could sit. We could chat." You know, I'll throw a couple of bucks. That's your what way. they want to do is they want to yeah. sit and chat with you. And that's, that's what that's the strippers what it was. want to do. And that's what the, it wound up being a great time. So, how are you acting inappropriately? Like, uh, were you just obnoxious or? Oh yeah, I was. I was very blunt and straightforward. You, you guys know how I can do that sometimes. Like it was, and I was back when when I was young, dumb, and full of cum, and like it was. <laughs> I, was very much, I was very much like straightforward. Like yeah, basically without saying, I was like yeah, fuck you, bitches. I'm going over here. <laughs> you, Basically said the equivalent of that. But, okay, so here's the thing. I felt a very specific barrier for when before the before times that I was drunk enough to handle this and the after times that I was drunk enough to handle this. And I remember both of those two periods very, very clearly. And unfortunately, the time, the before times that I was drunk enough to handle this was right when we sit down, right when the first time the one via the first one that we see, I don't even remember the first one's name, but the second one, I remember her name because it, it's Alaska. <laughs> and it's the name of a state. But, uh, so the first time the, the first girl comes over to our VIP booth, this is before we've really had the time to do any sort of real drinking and just getting settled in. Yeah. Just got our, like our first or second round of drinks, uh, poured in. Uh, yeah, and that was when that was before everybody decided to like head off and do their own thing. That was when everybody was gathered <laughs> right over there, and that was the time when me and Terry sitting right there on that couch with everybody <laughs> lined up outside. Somebody, somebody's a little self conscious, <laughs> and I'm I'm still pretty sober at this point. Right, I am right. not drunk enough to handle this, so I'm I'm. I gotta tell you, I do not like the experience of uh, having a stripper climb on me, and I'm expected to like, uh, not expected to, but I'm trying to enjoy it's it. It's kind of implied time, that you're supposed to uh, uh, manhandle them in uh, in certain ways. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I got uh, that's not the thing that I want to be doing. That level of sensual experience is not something sensual, you know, right? I, 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 but that is not something that I want to be doing with uh, well, everybody <laughs> right, out, right lined right out there, right outside the VIP booth. Just uh, this, uh, googly well, eyes. It's, it's understandable. I mean, it was your first time, so there were words. I don't know if you if you were even paying attention to it at this point, but there were some. We were trying to encourage you with what to do and how I, to do it. I know, I know what was okay. going on okay. there, I, and I didn't know if you were you were I paying knew, attention to I it. I knew what <laughs> everybody was trying to do, but it's still the fact that everybody <laughs> was lined up. And nobody had dispersed yet to go do their own thing. Was just right there staring at me and i'm not drunk enough yet to be able to enjoy this properly mm. and uh and that was a stark contrast to the time where you start you had enough drinks in uh, you and then you took in a very sudden interest in american um demographics and, and geology and states more specifically yes. mm -hmm. a northern state yeah, and then I, I'm drunk enough, and then all of a sudden, Alaska comes into the picture. <laughs> and, uh, Complete game changer. Yeah, that was a fun time. I, I guess, they so they have a separate upstairs section where you can go and do, like, one-on-one -on -one stuff with them, and that lap, was probably that was probably the most enjoyable thing that happened the entire night. She was way more she, private, too. She give you a Hummer? Um, she hum on your dick on the outside of your pants. I will neither confirm nor deny. Oh come on! <laughs> so it happened. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about that 
not only was it more private, it was one on one too. But I, I was just more attracted to Alaska than the other one. Right. Like, yeah. I would say she was more up, attractive looking. I, than, I think uh, Alaska than the was not that the other one was like fugly or anything, but Alaska was the better looking one. So I learned that day, gentlemen, that I'm, I'm, I'm not a strip club person. So, so, so I thought that initially as well. If it's not something that you like, I obviously some people they get into it right away and they 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 run with it. We'll have right? to pregame harder if it ever happens again. And maybe so that's what I was going to say. If if you do decide <laughs> that you want to go out again and we do wind up going to the strip club, it it took me a couple of times of going before I even worked up the courage to um, ask a girl for a lap dance. First couple of times that I went, I absolutely was like, nah, I'd rather just you know have a casual conversation and that that's it. Because okay. it was kind of awkward for me because I'm, I'm not that type of guy. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. And then and then I was in that environment a little bit, and I picked up on things. I observed some things, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. That's what they're here for. They're, they're here for my money. So they're I'm here gonna, to be objective. I'm going to give them my money. And exactly. That's, that's what it's about. And I had a great time after that, every time that I went. It was a great time overall uh, when you count the entire experience in the picture. But then, you know, you count the next couple of days of coronavirus. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our holiday break, fellas. I want to know how yours went too. Uh, tag us, leave a comment. It is at Simulation Radio on all of the social medias. It is Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, we will also be recording another Patreon show this evening at patreon.com slash simulation radio should you choose to accept that mission and pay us money. But we do uh, have to get to the the celebration of what today is because it is, of course, <laughs> January 6th, 2022. Is, is it a <laughs> Well, it's maybe not a celebration, but more of a history lesson because well, it's the anniversary of Yeah, it's the anniversary of the January 6th Capitol riots from last year and that is what I've themed our game show around tonight, fellas. Cool. So we're going to take a cool. walk down history lane. We're going to learn a little bit more about the great insurrections of American <laughs> past and we're uh we're we're going to have a good time. So let's play a game show. show. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's game show is the Insurrection Edition. Now, uh, we're going to play an old game that they used to play on uh, Real Radio back when Jim Phillips used to be on. And I was just thinking about how much I miss him lately. And so in his honor, we're going to play Closest to the Pin Insurrection Ooh. Edition tonight. I've got five insurrection history related questions and uh justin you'll probably go first because what's going to happen is the other person will have to leave the room and go downstairs so that they don't hear the questions because part of what you're trying to do is you're trying to come up with a number and the exact number is going to be very important here because the person that is the closest to the correct answer will end up getting the point for that question and if you get it right on the money then you will get two points and i've got five history related questions and if you guys do end up tying then that's when we'll go to time because i have a very exact script of the questions i'm going to try to read them at the same pace and so your speed in getting the answer here is going to uh it's going to help you out should we come down to it. So, can we say pass and then come back to it? No. Okay. No, there is no passing. Any uh, let me get any questions that you guys have about the game out of the way first because once we're in the middle of it, smack dab. So it's, then, and it's and the time limit only starts as if if we come to a tie score. Yes, the time limit only comes if we comes into play if you guys end up tying. Okay. So, that's still going to be important, still something to keep in mind, but you're you're Maybe depending on how you want to play the strategy, you might just be better off sitting there and thinking about the answer rather than trying to tr play for time because it's only going to come into play if you guys tie, which we have five questions. And unless somebody gets it right on the money, we probably not going to time. So uh, 
Any other things that you guys want clarified about the game before we get into it? Justin is, of course, going to go first. That way we give John the opportunity to go downstairs and put the one-bite pizza in. And you can, you'll can you be able to come back up once Justin goes down and, and gets you. So uh, anything else before we, before we get started? We're ready. All right. Johnny Horndog is going to head downstairs, and I will pull up our Insurrection Edition of let's play a game show tonight so I'll, I'll give him a little bit of time to get downstairs that way he he doesn't hear us and because i that's how they used to do it they used to have a soundproof booth at the radio station sure, sure. but unfortunately well, we don't have yeah I mean, we, we don't do, we don't have, but it's like already downstairs we, anyway exactly so. <laughs> we do but you know it's a it, it's already a, a time away so I'm going right. to get my phone out here. Let me get the, not the calculator, the timer stopwatch. Hold on. So we've got five questions, and I think that you'll enjoy this one particularly because this kind of goes a little bit in-depth into into history here. So, so is I, it more, is this, uh, never mind. You just, just go. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're about to ask questions about the questions, and uh, that uh, that might not. No, no, that's fine. It's fine. Might might be a little bit. Let's so do this. As soon as I start talking and asking the first question, that is when the time is going to start. So as soon as the music plays, that's when the time is going to start. And so is, it, is this timer counting up? It's yeah, it's counting oh, up. Okay. It, it's going to be the amount of time that you take to answer the questions gotcha. or answer oh, all the questions. Okay, so depending on how long I take my time versus his time, exactly. that's the time you were talking about. Exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. So. The timer will start once the music starts, and then the timer will stop as soon as you give the answer to the last question. Got it. And so with that in mind, we begin the first round of the closest to the pin, Insurrection Edition. Question one. The riots, or the New York draft riots, began on a Monday morning in July of 1863 when the names of 1,236 white New Yorkers were pulled from a wooden drum to be drafted into the Civil War. Surprisingly, and despite their position in the war, many New Yorkers had no desire to end slavery as it was integral to their economy. Rioters looted businesses, torched buildings, and even brawled with police. The final spark that caused these four days of rioting besides the draft was a provision law where the draftee could buy their way out of service for the price of the average worker's annual pay. In dollars, how much was this? What was the year again? 1863. 1863 annual salary, I'm going to say $125. Question two. In the years following the Revolutionary War, the U.S. plunged into a severe economic crisis and this was especially a problem in Massachusetts as farmers were overtaxed and began losing their property to debt collectors. Disgruntled citizens led by Revolutionary War veteran Daniel Shays began the Shays Revolution where they armed them themselves and began preventing county courts from convening in the hopes of stopping property seizures. The rebellion came to an end when they set their sights on the Federal Armory, but 1,500 rebels were pushed back by heavy artillery, which killed four and wounded 20. Blaze it. The revolution <laughs> the re was crushed, and Shays was eventually captured, putting an end to the violence and unrest. What year did this revolution take place? Uh, 1782. Question three. In 1946, a group of veterans and disgruntled citizens went to war with the local government of Athens, Tennessee in the Battle of Athens. The small farming community had spent the 1940s dominated by a political cr uh, crook led by sheriff and legislator Paul Cantrell, who was known to rig elections in his favor through ballot stuffing and voter intimidation. The battle unfolded during a tense election day on August 1st, 1946, where these ex-GIs organized their own political party and tried to run their veterans against the corrupt sheriff. When the veterans accused Cantrell of voter fraud, armed sheriff's deputies began beating and detaining the GI's poll watchers, and one officer even shot an elderly voter in the back. After Jeez. Cantrell and his deputies confiscated the ballot boxes and barricaded themselves inside the local jail, 
Hundreds of XGIs armed themselves with high-powered rifles and laid siege to the building. The two sides traded fire throughout the night, leaving several men wounded, but the deputies finally surrendered after the veterans began lobbing dynamite at the jailhouse. Fuck yeah. <laughs> when the votes were counted, the GI candidates ended up winning in the end anyway, and then the party later went on to cleanse corruption from Athens, Tennessee. Tennessee became a state in what year? Curveball. 1823. Question four. On December 2nd, 1965, one of the biggest college protests in history, upwards of 4,000 students took over Sproul Hall at UC Berkeley in California. They claimed that the administration restricted students' rights to free speech and that some students were singled out for harsher disciplines than others. Doesn't sound at all like what's happening today, right? The protest wasn't violent. Instead, they sat in hallways of the building, studying, talking, and singing folk songs. Teachers' assistants gave freedom classes, whatever that means, and eventually the governor of California at the time let police mass arrest almost 800 students at 3.30 in the morning. They were released, but the university tried to press charges against them, which resulted in a much larger protest that, event that essentially shut down the university. Eventually, university officers backed down and new rules were made for the free speech of students called the Free Speech Movement. Today, in 2022, how much is the average yearly tuition of UC Berkeley for a California resident? California resident UC Berkeley... That's like Ivy League equivalent, so hmm, I'm going to say 120K annual. Question five. Finally, on the anniversary of the January 6th Capitol riots, we look at one of its most well-known participants, 34-year-old Jake Angeli, better known as the infamous viral QAnon shaman. He stormed the Capitol wearing a fur hat with horns, red, white, and blue war paint on his face, and carried a six-foot spear with an American flag tied to it. He claimed police initially blocked him from entering the Capitol, but then they decided to just let him in. No big deal. He pleaded guilty to a single charge of knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority and with violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. And Wait, was sentenced. That's, that's one charge. And was sentenced in November 2021 to how many months in jail? Twenty-five. And stop. All right, we have got a time. So, do, do now, I get to know the right answers before going no, downstairs? No, afterwards, okay. after okay. after John plays, we're gonna go. So, over what was it. my time? Your time was, in fact, I'm not going to tell you your time unless we come to time. So, all right, go down and Fucking get John. Dick, no, <laughs> not nah, go down and get John. I will tell you. I'll, I'll tell you guys your time after the game. All right, so you know, I ended up taking a lot longer than I thought to read some of these. I I thought I did a pretty good job at trying to like read slow. Made made a couple of mistakes a couple of times, but. These questions ended up being a lot longer, and you know what? Now that Justin's not here, um, I'm going to tell him that. Well, I'm not going to tell him that. It took six minutes, which fuck. I mean, hope, hopefully John's a little bit faster than that. And it's not like I can be unfair about this and try to read John the questions faster so that we can go faster. I'm I have to read them at the same speed that I read it for Justin. So that took a surprising amount of time, and we'll. Uh, now we got round two. Welcome back, John. Good to be back. So now you will be pitted up against Justin for tonight's Let's Play Game Show Champion. And so what's going to happen is let me reset the timer. And as soon as the music starts, I will start the timer, read the first question, and then the timer will stop as soon as you read the answer to the last question. So okay. you you ready to do this? Let's do it. All right, we will begin in three, two, one. The New York draft riots 
began on a Monday morning in July of 1863 when the names of 1,236 white New Yorkers were pulled from a wooden drum to be drafted into the Civil War. Surprisingly, and despite their position in the war, many New Yorkers had no desire to end slavery as it was integral to their economy. Rioters looted businesses, torched buildings, and even brawled with police. The final spark that caused these four days of rioting, besides the draft, was a provision law where the draftee could buy their way out of service for the price of the average worker's annual pay. In dollars, how much was this? You said annual pay? Yeah. Um, I'd say... About... I'd say... Ten thousand dollars a year question two in the years following the revolutionary war the u.s plunged into a severe economic crisis and this was especially a problem in massachusetts as farmers were overtaxed and began losing their property to debt collectors disgruntled citizens led by revolutionary war veteran daniel shays began shays rebellion where they armed themselves and began preventing county courts from convening in the hopes of stopping property seizures. The rebellion came to an end when they set their sights on the federal armory, but 1,500 rebels were pushed back by heavy artillery, which killed four and wounded 20, blaze it. The rebellion was crushed, and Shays was eventually captured, putting an end to the violence and unrest. What year did this botched rebellion take place? Shay's Rebellion took place, I think it was like, um, it was like 1901, something like that. Question three. In 1946, a group of veterans and disgruntled citizens went to war with the local government of Athens, Tennessee, in the Battle of Athens. The small farming community had spent the 1940s dominated by a crooked political machine led by sheriff and legislator Paul Cantrell, who was known to rig elections in his favor through ballot stuffing and voter intimidation. The battle unfolded during a tense election day on August 1st, 1946, where these ex-GIs organized their own political party and tried to run their veterans against the corrupt sheriff. When the veterans accused Cantrell of voter fraud, armed sheriff's deputies began beating and detaining the GI's poll watchers and one officer even shot an elderly voter in the back. After Cantrell and his deputies confiscated the ballot boxes and barricaded themselves inside the local jail, hundreds of ex-GI's armed themselves with high-powered rifles and laid siege to the building. The two sides traded fire throughout the night, leaving several men wounded, but the deputies finally surrendered after the veterans began lobbing dynamite at the jailhouse. Damn. When the votes were counted, the GI candidates ended up winning anyway, and the party later went on to cleanse corruption from Athens, Tennessee. Tennessee became a state in what year? Tennessee became a state in... Uh, 1809 question four on december 2nd 1965 in one of the biggest college protests in history upwards of 4,000 students took over sproul hall at uc berkeley in california they claimed that the administration restricted students rights to free speech and that some students were singled out for harsher discipline than others doesn't sound at all like what's happening today right the protest wasn't violent. Instead, they sat in hallways of the building studying, talking, and singing folk songs. Teachers' assistants gave freedom classes, whatever that means, and eventually the governor of California at the time let police mass arrest almost 800 students at 3.30 in the morning. They were released, but the university tried to press charges against them, which resulted in a much larger protest that essentially shut down the university. Eventually, university officials backed down and new rules were made for the free speech of students called the free speech movement. Today, in 2022, how much is the average yearly tuition of UC Berkeley for a California resident? For a California resident, average in, yeah, annual uh, tuition? Yep. I'd probably say maybe 40 grand. Question five. Finally, on the anniversary of the January 6th Capitol riots, 
we look at one of its most well-known participants, 34-year-old Jake Angeli, better known as the infamous viral QAnon shaman. He stormed the Capitol wearing a fur hat with horns, red, white, and blue war paint on his face, and carried a six-foot spear with an American flag tied to it. He claimed police initially blocked him from entering the Capitol, but then they decided to just let him in. No big deal. He pleaded guilty to a single charge of knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority and with violent entry in disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds and was sentenced in November 2021 to how many months in jail? Mm. Let's say... Uh, how, how many months was he sentenced in jail for? For that... Uh, yep. What was what was the charge again? What was he charged for? Well, I'll, it's a very long charge. Knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority and with violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. Let's say eight months. Eight months. And that is time. All right. Go down and get Justin. We'll go right. go through the answers, and we will see who wins this edition of Let's Play Game Show. And, man, I really did not anticipate them taking as long as they would because... Uh, we're going to be late for break. Hopefully the pizza's done. So stay tuned because when we do come back from break, after we go through our game show, we're going to try. And I'm look, I'm not saying that I've clipped sound effects for this or anything. And I'm not saying that I'm going to be playing into the bit. But after we conclude our game show, when we come back from break, uh, we will be trying the one bite Dave Portnoy's pizza. And look, I've, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've seen plenty of 10 out of 10 ratings on the uh, on all of the social medias. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to judging it very fairly and without bias. Yeah, right. Trust me. All right. So welcome back, fellas. We will go over the Let's Play Game Show uh, answers. Hold on. Let me let me write down you guys' time. Not gonna lie, some of them are just like, wing it. Woo! Yeah, it was like, uh. All right. It was five questions, right? So, yeah, like, 20, five uh, 80% of it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, I can smell that pizza, too. Ooh, mm. I like that. Mm, Delicious. Let's go. I'm not automatically saying that it's gonna be good, but maybe, maybe it will. Sometimes you can just tell by the way something smells, right? Where you just kind of get that feeling, especially when, when you talk about food or anything like oh, that. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The, the smell is everything. All right, let's go over the answers, fellas, to the insurrection game where, well, well, I'm not, I'm definitely not going back and rereading these full questions again. The no. question one was the New York draft riot question, yep. which meant uh, in dollars, how much was the average worker's annual pay that allowed, you know, the, the rich people to get out of the, get the out of the draft? Uh, Justin said $125. John said $10,000. And the correct answer to that in uh, 1863 was $300. Dang. So that's one wasn't point. wasn't close. One point for Justin. Question two. We have the severe economic crisis. We have Shays Rebellion in Massachusetts. And we asked, what year did the Shays Rebellion end up taking place? They, it had some four killed, 20 wounded. Blazing. Hopefully they were blazing it. Uh, Justin said 1782 and John said 1901 and the answer Justin was really close 1787 Ooh. so that is two on the board for yeah, Justin how, how did you get almost o over a hundred years later John yeah man guessing after, after come on well I mean I guessed on that and that was you gotta you gotta think of the timeline there after, years following the revolutionary years following war. the revolutionary war when did the revolutionary oh, war start I missed that part <laughs> clearly move on to question three where we have the uh I you know Oh, the Battle of Athens. That's what this was called. This is where oh, all the all the in, GIs uh, got together and made their political Vietnam, party. Right? Or post-Vietnam? Yeah, it seemed like it was. Yeah, it was post-Vietnam where all the GIs got together and tried to uh, take out this corrupt sheriff that spent his whole life oh, no, over no, there. Sorry, post-World War II. Yeah, yeah, post-World War II. Yeah, not Vietnam. Yeah. But uh, 
Then I threw a little bit of a curveball into the question that had absolutely zero to do with yeah, the history Yeah, I knew, I knew there was going to be at least one that was like that because that's how it always is. That's closest to the yeah. pen. <laughs> and so Tennessee became a state in what year? Justin said 1823 and John said 1809. And John is on the board because the answer is 1796. So that was a low one. He went low on that. Got two for Justin, one for John. We move on to question four. This was the question about UC Berkeley. And this was another one where we kind of threw it in, gave a little bit of a history lesson, and then asked a question that had absolutely zero to do with the history lesson. So I hope I hope you were mentally on your toes about the average yearly tuition of UC Berkeley for a California resident. Justin Currently, said for this year. Yes, in 2022 this year. Justin said 120k, John said 40k, and John was really close on this one. The answer was 39,550. That is very surprising for a UC Berkeley resident. It's so we're coming down to up it. 2 to 2. It's 2 it's to 2. how it always is, man. We're always about even. It is 2 to 2 <laughs> and the the man the man who has your fate in his hands is the man himself, the QAnon shaman. Yep who I asked how many months he was sentenced for uh, doing crimes, the whole capital right. stuff, doing his crimes. And Justin said 25 months. John said eight months. And the answer, the answer is 41 months. So that is Justin picking up three. I thought about going higher, but I was like, I, I knew it wasn't something ridiculously high. I think 41 months is pretty ridiculously high. Uh, man, I don't that's know. That's less than five years, man. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> so thank you all for joining us on yet another edition of Let's Play a Game Show. We've got, you know what, let me, let's update our totals Update the here. board. We've update got it. three, four... 69 to 69. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Until the end of time. This brings our total of Justin up to seven points total and John up to six points. So we will, of course, continue to play out Let's Play Game Show throughout all of history. of my dick, ironically. <laughs> Likely story. <laughs> what, was it you that I talked? No, that was Emilio. I said something to about that earlier. Why are you telling him your dick size? What is no, I didn't tell you? him my dick size. I said, he said something about me uh, compensating for having a small dick, and I was like, "Listen, I don't have people. I don't. I don't tell people my dick size. Other people tell you my dick size." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's one indicator. Uh, by the way, Justin was uh, was a little bit faster by eight seconds. Your your time was six minutes. John. Met time was six minutes and eight seconds so if it had come to time justin would have uh, brought won. it home anyway I still would have won by a difference of eight <laughs> seconds and that concludes today's edition of let's play a game show all right we're a little late from break for break so we'll take a break Probably a couple minutes. We'll get our pizza situation ready, and then we will come back and do... Zoom down there. Zoom back up. Anybody want a, a, a soda pop to wash down their one bite with? I know I, I do. I already got one. So oh, when we come Pepsi. back... Yeah, I do. I got my Pepsi Zero. So when we come back, uh, we'll have our we'll have a little bit of fun, and we'll try the singular one bite pizza that we stole and ripped away from the supply chain look i called bob supply chain myself and got a copy of this so uh we've got our got our one bite pizza we'll i'll, I'll phone up dave portnoy look he's a contact in my phone i, I know him personally so we're gonna phone him up and <laughs> get him on board here that's not actually happening but stick around with us we'll have a pretty short segment when we come back and we'll we'll wrap up the show as well simulation radio Gabagool. 
Oh, I've been looking forward to this all night, fellas. We've got it right here. It smells so damn delicious. But at the same time, it also could just be because I, I just really like pizza, man. Pizza's so damn good. So uh, we have, of course, the One Bite Barstool Sports Pizza. I don't think that's the official name of it, but, you know, everybody knows the rules. So we're going to do our official review of the... Uh, Dave Portnoy's special. I imagine he makes every single one of these in his home himself. By hand, right? Yes, Naturally. by hand. I, I, I can only imagine. And then ships him out from his home. Yes, I. Pretty sure that's how it happens. I will not be led to believe otherwise. Semi trucks, yeah. fro, uh, with freezer trailers on the back of them, um, just pull up to his house, and then he stacks them all in there, and then they go from there out to uh, out to the stores. Look, Dave is a man of many talents, so. If that's actually actually how this ends up playing out, by many talents home, he means he's eaten a lot of pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I've eaten a lot of pizza too, but definitely not as much as he has. But we're going to try in a few moments the result of his worldwide travels of pizza, and we've got it here. I will show show this to you guys on on the camera too i know john did a little bit of it also but uh let's just get right in the way yeah just get in there right there slices. good old slice we got the cheese oh, edition yeah. which oh yeah look just because we have cheese pizza does not mean that we will be visiting uh jeffrey epstein's private island anytime soon but uh that's what's going on so you know i let's just just jump right into it so uh i i want to know all right now i you gotta say it I'm going to give my honest opinion here. So, you know, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Going to give my honest opinion here on this. And so uh, just right off the bat, it looks uh, fresh. It looks crispy. It looks absolutely incredible. It looks like the pinnacle of frozen pizza content. There's no flop, really. No, there's no no flop at all. It, it goes straight. It's, it's straight like my dick. So uh, we're... See, because mine curves slightly to the left. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm gonna give it give it my uh my little little try here and see see how this works out. And... Mm. Wow, mm. very crunchy, very crispy. That's that's fantastic. In fact, I'm even gonna leave the pizza sauce just on the side of my face too as a token of appreciation <laughs> for this. All right, you know, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. The the way that the cheese is set up on this too and the spices and the the consistency of the crust too and of course it's a thin crust because it's it's got to be that's just how the best pizza is i'm not saying that i'm not down for crust on pizza regularly but uh it's it it's fantastic all right let's i gotta give it another try even though the one bite everybody knows the rules that mm. All right, and this is on the frozen pizza scale. During the uh, during the pandemic, Dave obviously couldn't go out to different places to keep getting pizza. Of course, so he started doing frozen pizza reviews. So he has his own frozen pizza scale, um, and uh, I think that's really the inspiration between wow he ended up starting his own frozen pizza. But what what do we think in here? As I grade this, now I know that intellectually, honestly, you would have to grade this in or on a scale of this compared to other frozen pizzas, but even compared to other regular fresh pizzas from restaurants, I still think uh, this might be nothing short of the greatest pizza that I've ever tried in my entire life. And so I'm just gonna I'm wow, I'm gonna be dead ass here. I'm just gonna come right out and I'm gonna give it a 10. Boom. It, Whoa. It's 10, a 10 out of 10, yeah. 10 huh? It's it's a it's 10. It's a monster score. That's it's a straight monster, up a 10. In fact, I'll I, I even got to take another bite because of how just fantastic it is. Oh yeah, I'll be finishing this. Oh, you can mm. hear that, damn. Mm. I mean, you can really hear that crunch. <laughs> it really just gets in there. I, Justin straight see, up licked the plate. Is uh, mine? Mine is Dang. mine is gone. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, since you liked yours so much, I mean, won't we hear Justin's score? So um, quite quite the opposite of uh, of how old, old Davy Portnoy does his one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Me, mm -hmm. I eat the entire slice <laughs> before right. I give a review. Hey, just in <laughs> one bite. It doesn't matter how many bites it takes. It's always one bite. Right. 
Yeah. Um, I one would continuous say bite for for frozen pizza. I'll, I'll have, in, in some regard, I'll have to agree with Cameron. There are some uh, some fresh made pizza that this is better than. Uh, wow. I'm not going to go to the grand scale of saying it's a ten out say, of ten. I would say it's better than all of them. But uh, IMO. But uh, I would say for the frozen pizza scale, I'd say I'd give it a like a seven three. Seven three. Mm-hmm. Seven three for, it's fro- a good score. for frozen pizza. Now there's there's like store bought like right. fresh quote unquote pizza that's like prepackaged or whatever, like where it's refrigerated. But but for frozen for, pizza, for truly frozen pizza that starts out at the store bought frozen, I would give this a seven three. Seven three. Okay. And uh, for me, you know. <laughs> Cheese is the gold standard, right? I so, feel like it's it's a good it's a good baseline. You can't go wrong with exactly. any, any variety, any brand of pizza. If you get the cheese pizza, that's like that's like where you where you gotta go to to judge a pizza. So for me, I'm gonna go ahead give this I'm gonna give this a eight two on the frozen okay. pizza scale. Eight okay. two, all right. Um, great pizza, great frozen pizza. I was surprised how floppy it was not it just was firm didn't sag at all like, right it was, it was good amount of a good amount good. of sauce uh the the cheese was was nice and like a pungent kind of like smell but it wasn't like a oh, overpoweringly yeah, yeah. kind of like you, you could just you could just tell that it was well seasoned uh, i really liked it because some good mots some good mots was on that pizza for sure yeah i would say overall uh essentially very high quality pizza i'm going to stand by my 10 rating <laughs> I, I do think it might be the greatest pizza that has ever been concocted in the history of the universe. So uh, we do, of course, do other food reviews, too. We've been doing some fun stuff on the show lately. So do make sure that you're following along. It is indeed at Simulation Radio on everything. It's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe to it there. All of that good stuff. We have been doing plenty of fun activities over the last couple of weeks and will continue to do so. We reviewed... Excuse me. We did a chocolate covered everything day platter a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we've we're doing this fantastic, Ooh, you know what? fantastic pizza tonight. Hmm. We're we're planning a trip over to the Boxy Park, right? Yeah. You still had your plan. We had our plan for uh, Chicken Guy. Yeah. For doing a live show. What about a live show? At least for a short bit for food review. We could find a way to do that. We for could some do some of the stuff at Boxy Park because that's. That place is that is like a, a foodie's paradise. It is. It's it got is. a wide range of selection of food, um, and I haven't had one bad thing there yet. And I don't think you guys have either. No, it is. I am. I would give very high marks to just about everything that I've had from Boxy Park. So uh, I do still have the streaming software on how to do the IRL stream stuff figured out because we didn't end up doing it for chicken guy but I kept all the settings and all the good stuff so uh, we could probably do the same kind of deal that we had uh, that we were going to do at chicken guy where we can maybe do some come up with some sort of power ranking system or maybe just kind of sit there and have some fun and talk about food for a while because I love talking about food while I'm eating food. It's great. I love eating food. I love talking about food. I, I love planning on other meals while I'm eating yeah. food. It's yeah, it's the, delicious. Just, and we'll have, we'll have there'll be a, a few of the shows uh, friends of the show that'll be there, so we can get their input on the food as well. The whole process of everything involving food is just wah, forget about it. It's it's fantastic. So do make sure that you're following at Simulation Radio to get a glimpse into. Our our food connoisseur and our food review aspirations because that seems to be you know amateur I, critics that's what we are <laughs> you know what this seems to be a a direction in the show that we're going in and I'm not gonna lie I, 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 I kind of like it I, I wouldn't like it. be opposed to uh, uh, it possibly becoming maybe a monthly segment. I mean, we've been doing or a it. weekly segment. If yeah. we decide to do a weekly segment, <laughs> I mean, it's taken the place of our of our fun segment. Which I mean, if we don't have a fun segment to do that day, then food we, it we, is. Food it is. <laughs> yeah, food is always a solid backup. And I think I think there's a way because there's some there's some food products that are exclusive to Texas that my uh, my plans for that have been pushed back a, a bit. Um, That's what changed, I figured. We'll talk changed. about that on the Patreon show. Okay. But uh, even still, some of, there's some food products there that I think uh, I'm sure there's a, a way for me to possibly ship some of that over here 
so that if uh, like if barbecue it, especially, mm, I, that one I'm gonna have I know to, that one I'm gonna have to fi- I'm gonna have to figure out for that, or we can do another live show from from the restaurant or from the house. I'll probably um, save that visit, for when uh, I head over at, there at some point. Uh, but there's some some was more specific on the same vein as the frozen foods. Uh, there's some there's some food products that are exclusively made at for the Texas State Fair that they also sell oh, in the uh, State Fair in food. the um, supermarket chains, but locally to Texas. So uh, uh, like the Texas those... equivalent of Piggly Wiggly, like the really no uh, no 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 good. no like they sell these products in Walmart super centers. Oh, like but products. only exclusively in Texas. I see. Um, one of which being a, a what they call a corny dog. It's not a corn dog. It's a corny dog. Corny dog. Corny uh, dog. Wait, we have one of those on the show. Yeah. Uh, but I, that's if if I can find a way, I'll get ship some of that over here to you guys. That way, you guys, along with me, we can you know do a food review of it at the same time, and uh, and we can go from there. That's that's I'm really excited about the barbecue. At least <laughs> I'm probably gonna save for when you when, you uh, when make I trip. make the trip over there. With full disclosure, the only break that I'm planning on taking this year is the first two weeks of July. So we'll be we'll probably be taking a summer break. Uh, Which is for fair. The show. It's America's birthday. It we, is. We can maybe pre-record something for July Fourth, but if you want to, so Possibly. you can like release it during that time frame. I'll, I'll probably make a couple videos and schedule those to be I'm put sure out have throughout all the, kinds of the like weeks. Miniature well, video clips and pictures of your journeys across the, the yeah. U.S. I'm not going to start thinking about the content plan for July at this point now when I've got the content plan for uh, uh, the next five months. <laughs> yeah. Well, tomorrow I'm taking the day off because tomorrow is off day. Look, I for, don't for I don't sure. take a lot of it's time. Four days a week, right? Especially, yeah, especially now that we're in like a heavy grind period. I would say the only day that I really take off from doing content is Friday because it's like the cool down day from doing content Monday through Thursday and then over the weekends I do videos and stuff right because so, you're because you're off from work as well so you have yeah, that extra time yeah. to, to make that content. so tomorrow is fucking off day but we'll I'll, we'll start figuring this out on Sunday so uh, I hope you all enjoyed our our one bite pizza review look Dave I know you're in Orlando right now so uh, I, I really hope that you enjoy our opinions on this fine and fantastic uh frozen pizza that you've got going on look i'm a fan i'm a fan i'm telling you straight up that I, I thought it was great thought it was great it was huge and wonderful so thank you all and that was our pizza review hey, hey. Thank you all for joining us. It was a very fun show that we had tonight. Look, uh, I didn't anticipate. You know, who would have thought that three paragraphs of one singular question would end up having you guys' rounds be like six minutes? So, you know, that that might be my bad on that one. It was a little wordy on the questions, Other than that, here's the thing. I couldn't... I was working on this like an hour and a half before the show started. Sure, sure. And at that point, I was just like, all right, I let me take this history lesson and just fucking copy paste this. Because That's if fair. I have to, because if I have to sit here and look at this and like think about Honestly, how I'm going like, to summarize that, I, I, I took like 30 minutes on one question or like 20 minutes on one question. And I did the math like, all right, show starts in an hour. I've got four questions left to write. And if I have to sit here and take uh, like 20, 25 minutes thinking about each of these questions, uh, we're not getting there. So let me just (laughs) copy that fucking History Channel article, copy and paste those two paragraphs, the important parts, and slam them the fuck in there. And, not saying uh, that it was a bad thing that it was wordy. I was just surprised that the length of the, the, the spiels for each question was as long as it was. I did also want to give a little bit of a history lesson into, sure. look, I did kind of want to actually make it Insurrection History Day because, uh, look, I'm sure that that's what the politicians are going to turn today into is January 6th Insurrection History Especially Day. Especially, so. oh, they've definitely all over the social medias, everybody's posting stuff about last it was year madness. and how hurt they are about it and how much... They compare it to 9-11 in Pearl Harbor and all this other bullshit. By the way, if you think that the January 6th insurrection is anywhere near equivalent to 9-11, then you've got some fucking mental problems. For statistics sake, there was, what, one individual that died? Ashley Babbitt. One person that died in D.C. last year on this day. Due to the 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 raid on the on the was it it was the Capitol building right mm-hmm. versus the what just all two I have ballpark two hundred thirty 
alone in in New York City for just the towers, right? Or no, that was just in Pennsylvania. No, ninety three in Pennsylvania. No, that was flight ninety three. Anyway, regardless, there's a, a few a few thousand that died on nine eleven, and then let's not talk about thousands that died in in Pearl Harbor and as a direct result of Pearl Harbor. So let's fucking forget about all that. Let's chill with the fucking. Capitol Hill comparison. Chill out with that, yo. I was at work and they had a lot, all these like Capitol, like the riot on Capitol Hill's an attack on America. Like these gifts. Uh, Of course, that's (laughs) fucking all over the front page of CNN. (laughs) Of course. Mm, Cheese bit. Mm. Mm. Is that a 10 bite too? Yeah, that was, look, that was a 10 out of 10 little 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 cheese cheese drink. Little Mm. nugget. So. Thank you all for joining us. We did have some quite a bit of fun tonight. We will be putting out a Patreon show as we come back from break. We're going to start getting back into the swing of that again, too. Now that we've all ah, we got all got our fresh voices ready to go. Not sick anymore. <laughs> that didn't sound like a fresh voice. <laughs> it sounded like a terrible <laughs> Like It was fresh to me because usually shit comes out of there when I make that, that motion. Shit comes but out of your mouth? That's fucking you gross. You eat pieces of shit for, <laughs> for breakfast? breakfast? <laughs> we'll see you all next week. I hope you enjoyed. We had a lot of fun. I hope you all had a lot of fun. Make sure to follow us at Simulation Radio on everything. And I look forward to hearing from all of you and your comments. See you next week. Bye. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir.